Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the roll of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan, and with me for first time are two guests, and who are you guys? I'm a sentient squid. Just kidding, I'm Sabrina. This is going to be a long episode, and the next guest. I'm the better sister, Melissa. (laughs) Yes, that's right. For the first time, both sisters are on the same podcast, so I'm actually excited for this one. How are you doing, Sabrina? What have you been enjoying or reading, writing, whatever recently? So I have been absorbing everything Dungeons and Dragons lately. I have been... Ah, so Satanism. See our bonus episode of Rumor Flies. What? No, uh, so I've actually started this new podcast called The Adventure Zone. It's not new in general, but it's new to me. Yeah. And it is a very... It's much looser version of the Dungeons and Dragons rules than I play, and I love it, and it's hilarious. Um... I have also started playing Kingdom Hearts, which I'm sure everybody else in this podcast is going to be, you know, like, drooling over because I am several worlds in, and I am excited and ecstatic about everything coming out of it. That's good. I just bought it. I haven't barely played it. I'm excited to play it, and we'll probably have some sort of review for it next episode I do, so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. I... The graphics are freaking beautiful. Oh my god, it's so pretty, especially on my larger TV. It's nice. I know. Sorry. That was elitist. Yeah. No. Anyway. (laughs) On my my larger TV. (laughs) Oh yes, because I'm better than you, you peasants. Uh, I'd just like to remind everyone that I said that I'm the better sister. So anyways, better sister. <laughs> like, oh yeah, because this episode's going to be off the rails because Mr. CEO is in here. So how, what have you been enjoying? I thought of doing? C-O-D-Y. <laughs> what have you been enjoying or doing recently? Well, just finished watching uh, the latest and greatest from Vox Machina on Critical <gasps> Role yes, with the, the search, search for, for Grog. And I'm so excited and I love them so much. And I was so happy to finally have them back. Um, been watching a lot of Croco Roll, mm-hmm. and uh, as far as Kingdom Hearts go, we're playing the second one. We finally got to the interesting part. Ooh. Yeah, we um, just got to Halabastion. Yep. So just got to Halabastion. Stuff with Ansem and things are happening, which I don't think for anyone who has not played it yet, like wait, myself, in Kingdom Hearts two, you don't go to Halabastion. You go to Twilight Town, and no, you're no, you're wait, wrong. no, that's a lie. You you're go wrong. To I'm lying. <laughs> And it's been way too long since I've played it. Yeah, we just beat Dimmix, and then we went to Mulan's World the second time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then watching lots of Naruto, and Jordan just got, uh, like, all the games on his PlayStation for Naruto. And we've been playing those. And they're stupid fun, and I've beat him more times. Than no, he you, you could have left me. that. You could have left that out. But to be fair, I am more aggressive of a button masher than he is. And I, granted, I also, I do try. I try to actually hit specific things when I'm button mashing. Yeah. I just get overexcited. My hands can't communicate with my face um, where my brain is. Oh, I was going to say, if your fingers are nose mashing on that. But it is very funny to watch her because she will move back and like move away from like certain things oh, when absolutely. she's sitting there. It's so fun That's to watch. That's how you play, Jordan. I don't know how you play games, but apparently you're just a noob well, if you don't understand. Well, when I have to 
beat something, I do the lean in and just dead focus, absolute silence. Well, Sabrina and I play Mario Kart the same way because oh, yeah. we grew up playing Mario Kart together. And you have to, and of course, this is a visual podcast. The bob and weave. And of course, we're always like circling back and forth. We're trying to turn, so we turn with the controller, uh, even in, though it's in. on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. You I have get- to turn with the controller. Yeah. I think you guys will be happy to know that I almost put my D20 in my mouth instead of my snack. I'm um, very proud of you. And I That's almost got to taste sister. what a D20 from Wormwood tastes like. I mean, they do taste pretty good. I've snacked on a few of them. What you have to do is you have to a little bit of olive oil, some salt, some pepper, and then you just slow cook it on the stove just for about, I think, 10 to 15 minutes, flipping it once. Ah. Uh, Not okay. 20 times, just okay, once. No, no, just only once. So, like, Two total sides. You only want a tenth no, no, of no, the no, dye just, just once, brown. Just once, yeah, yeah, and it, and it needs to have like a golden brown around the edge. I'm going into this joke way too long. <laughs> <laughs> this joke is way too long. Um, but um, anyway, so what I have, have been, been doing. doing? Hmm? What oh. have you been doing? Yeah, what I've been doing. I'm because I've talked about all the last three podcasts. I won't go too into it. I've been watching the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's fantastic, absolutely flamboyant and weird, and just. All of the names, like of like the powers and stuff, are of famous bands or songs. So, one of the recent ones was Black Sabbath, and there was um, um, Man in the Mirror, Boy to Man, <laughs> just oh yeah. This. And instead of having Killer Queen, they have Deadly Queen. Oh, because in because Copyrights. of all the copyright laws in the English dubs, instead of Killer Queen, which is funny in the subtitles, they you could still clearly hear them say. Killer Queen, but it shows up Deadly Queen. I'm like, Killer Queen? Deadly Queen. <laughs> sure. But, um, and then other than that, I think one that you guys want to watch is actually a podcast off of this network, the Wandering Gamer Network, um, Gamer Noob, and they just pretty much talk about, like, getting into RPG gaming and, like, how, like, the episodes I listened to on Friday were, like, how to build a cohesive team and, like, how, like, team building, how to work. Um, they're gonna have, eventually, an episode that I'm on is a world building episode and they just have a couple other little ones that I think would probably be helpful to anybody who's trying to get into Dungeons and Dragons or other RP gaming. So, yeah, check that out. Gamer Noob on the Wandering Gamer Network. It's linked in the podcast and all that stuff. Um, Anywho, this is weird because this is actually a short preamble rather than our usual 20 to 30 minute one. Well, to be fair, we also have three people who have to talk about world. Yes. So speaking of talking about worlds, what did you guys do on your last podcast? Because no. I... Now, I'm the host. <laughs> you stop that. <laughs> what I want to ask you. You. Cody never asked. I, I am the ask. host. Because <laughs> I care. What, what were you going to ask, Mel? What happened on your last yes, podcast? Yes, Sabrina. Us a recap? Please. What was the last world that we built? Because it's been a while since you have right. been here. Right. Which it's, is, it's funny because it's going to go like, chronologically, it's like you did a world that you disappeared. Like you went into the negative zone for a couple of months and now you're back. But what was the last one we designed together? Know that as all of the podcasts, I know exactly what it is and I know exactly uh... which one you did. Let's see. I don't remember what our first one was at this point, but no. Can I give you a hint on the first one with the episode title? Yeah, so the episode title. Building of the Colossus was the episode title. The Building of the Colossus. Oh, so our first one was the one where there were non-sentient things were the populated the world. Um, So the most recent one was 
warring worlds. Two Two warring worlds and why they are warring. Yes, yes. Excellent. You're a lot better at this than Cody is, which is really fun I've only had to remember two, so (laughs) (laughs) it's easier. I'm going to leave this in because it's funny, but Cody sucks. Ha ha, take that. It's it's funny because we're, we mentioned like in the last episode, people don't realize that we're like really close friends. And it's just like, I hate you all the time. But anyways, this week is going to be, well, we rolled like 20 episodes ago that we are going to be doing a world based off of a song of our choice. So we all have picked songs and it will hopefully be a fun episode. I am excited about mine, so are you ready to roll for initiative, guys? Yeah. Yes. My brand new die. I haven't rolled yet. I have never rolled this <laughs> thing before. We do not. <laughs> <laughs> I have to roll it into my uh, little snack container because my little dice tray isn't working. Okay, I got it. Do I, get it? An initi- do I get an initiative bonus? Or no, but just- what did you roll? Am I going first as usual? I got an eight. Oh my gosh, I got a nine. <laughs> I'm never using this die in real battles because I rolled a one. <laughs> so, per usual, with, with these podcasts, I have to go first because it's just law by now that I have to be the first one to go. I mean, the dice speak. No, didn't I go first on the uh, Warring Worlds one? You might have, actually. I did. A- Boo. I remember everything, not you. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I'm going to go into this. Um, I will, I mean, I already told Mel what my song is, but I think I'm going to leave that a mystery until the end. I like that. I okay. think you, you can probably, and if you want to guess, like, throughout the sections, you can, but as usual, four sections, I'm starting with the general geography. Sure. This is the town of Mortonsville. I have lived in the small town of Mortonsville all my life, as have most of the other citizens here. You are born here, you grow up here, you find your love here. You settle down here, and eventually, you die here. Some people move here with their families and settle down, but for the most part, the town is mo- uh, is host to many legacy families. Mortonsville is a small town tucked away from the big cities. Population is recorded to be around a few thousand. We have our three schools, and the Mortonsville Tigers are at the top of their division. There is a train station at the edge of town that most people use to head out to bigger cities for their jobs or even off to college. In the mornings and at nights, the trains are very busy. The center of Mortonsville is Town Hall. We usually have a town meeting every single week where we discuss things that could benefit Mortonsville. Everyone is allowed to attend and put their ideas forth. That is the kind of place this is. We voted for years to keep stores like Walmart out. That will just drive our town to ruins. Mortonsville isn't a tourist stop. isn't really a super assuming town. It is just its own separate piece. A quiet place away from the hustle and bustle of the rest of the world. I am a part of the law enforcement of Mortonsville. The town jail is right across from the town hall, but it is a pretty empty place most of the time. Everything is usually pretty quiet. There isn't too much crime. You've got your town drunk, your sticky-fingered thief, and the occasional fight, but everyone usually keeps to themselves. Well, that was until recently, where there have been a few unusual deaths. These stand out in a town like Mortonsville. The first one we noticed was a man named Eric Carlson. He had become obsessed with a woman who he only referred to as she and her. He said that he could not help himself. At first, friends and family thought he was referring to his wife, Kathy, until he disappeared and was found dead in in the abandoned house on the hill. There was a note carved into the floor below where he hung. I can't get any rest. P. 
people say I am obsessed. If I cannot have her, I cannot bear to live anymore. We thought that was an outlier until there was another death, Tucker Michaels. He had just graduated magnum cum laude from college and moved back to town in order to work at his new job. It seemed like life was looking up for him until he gained the same symptoms. Slowly, he became obsessed with this, with someone he referred to with the pronouns her, she and her. He was heard saying things like, I can't stop the way I feel. Won't you ever set me free? This waiting around is killing me. He was later found dead by a gunshot wound to the head and a note covered with the words, She drives me crazy. She drives me crazy. She drives me crazy. There were two more strange suicides that fit this description. After that, the police chief officially put me on the case. I will get to the bottom of this. And that's my first part. Is this Britney Spears drive me crazy? No. You're but, close. But you, you are on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also... Just because the cinema sends ding and ding. <laughs> the pronoun game. Yeah. <laughs> Always earns you a sin. <laughs> when I wrote that, that's what I thought. is like, cinema sins is going to hate me. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine, like, podcast sins? <laughs> podcast sins. Right. Anyways, Sabrina, you are up to bat. Okay. So that's I don't have a, quite a bat story to kind of describe it, but let me tell you a little bit about the setting. Let me tell you about um, my best friend. I imagine a lot of people have seen, you know what? No. In this world, Donald Trump would be right. We need what? a wall to keep them out. Because they're terrifying, terrifying beings. And inevitably, they will become violent, terrible creatures. Just another cog. And just, oh. you know, they'll shrip up your heads and just destroy <laughs> you. It's, it's like a zombie apocalypse. And so this. the wall is the only thing keeping humanity safe from itself. The The world is a little bit more barren than it used to be. As a lot of effort has been going into protecting the people. And a little bit less on general day-to-day -day life uh, and co creature comforts. Um, but the wall is the only thing keeping us safe. And when it's time, you're sent beyond the wall. And when it's time to return, you are allowed back. So the wall is everything, and it's manned 24-7 with guards to keep you back. They use uh, supersonic sounds that only the young can hear, or those with good hearing, um, to keep these, pr these practically creature-like things away from you. The only way to pass through them is to act like them. But don't expect to get through them alive. So, are you wait? Are you done with your part? No, yes. no, no. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I no, have two hang guesses. On. Well, hang on. Let's wait to do guesses until the end. Okay. Oh no, wait, because she already guessed. Sorry, never I mind. did. Um. Okay, so I have two guesses. The okay. first one is just because you said the wall, and I was thinking Pink Floyd. The no. second guess was My Chemical Romance. Teenagers. teenagers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm so happy with this. <laughs> Oh. Yes, all hail the wall is the only thing keeping them out. <laughs> yeah, when you, said, when you said rip off your heads was the one that I see got. for me it was cog. The moment you said cog, and I went, oh my Another gosh, cog and murder I'm like, machine. I got it. Cody's not so gonna like this because he doesn't like my chemical romance. Well, he's wrong. I don't but care. They say Welcome that. to my dystopia. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. That I'm is happy. fantastic. Okay, Mel. Nice. All right, I'm really nervous. Okay. So, 
I don't know if I'm going to end up getting into other things, so I'm just going to go for it, and then I'll fill in things later on. It's geography, yeah, which yeah. would consider, like, what you see around you. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to tell it from the, from the perspective of one of the inhabitants of my world. I've seen it start from the very beginning. We had this whole expanse open to us, and it was exciting finding new people, more things to come to us. We didn't know who each other were. We didn't know what we came from. But as our numbers began to grow, so did our imaginations. And it was a wonderful, fascinating place to be in. But more people kept coming. And more things were there. And more and more. And we used to be able to see the sky rising up above us through this great barrier, this great cliff above us. And it's slowly becoming dimmer and farther. And you're lucky to catch daylight for just a few minutes every day. You feel suppressed. You know you're cared about. But you can't reach out and and explore where you want to be. And you just feel lost. And you're not part of anything anymore. Except your own little space and those around you. And it just builds and you get pushed farther and farther back. And you just become another number. And that's the beginning. Any guesses? I have no clue. I don't know the name of the song, but A Brick in the Wall? No. Alright, so um, back to me. And this is... A, my second section is very, very short. So I'm going to start. Um, I started with the food supply and water supply. Around the wishing well near the local fishing pond, there have been a new grouping of flowers growing in mass. We thought this could be due to a chemical change in the water. The flowers were roses, and each of their petals were a different color. It was a rainbow display, but it was off-putting to see. We tested the water in the pond and also the water in our pipes, but there was no noticeable change. We moved to our food supply. You know, this is America. We have the typical animals that we eat for food, but there have been no reported sicknesses, and the food that we tested was not in the least bit tampered with. To me, I knew these would both be dead ends. This isn't some food issue. It has to do with her, whoever she may be. We went busting down the doors on our favorite underground groups. There were those few cult groups that play satanic games like Dungeons and Dragons or even Magic the Gathering. Call back to Rumorflies episode. (laughs) Chief thought they must have summoned the devil, but it seems like they had nothing to do with it. I am still on the search for her. Any guesses? No. It's not gonna. This section's not gonna clear yeah, it up at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. This section's really hard, <laughs> and I only know it. I would not know it from this section. Yeah, okay. I only know it because you've told me. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't guess it. Like I feel like you said that I was getting pretty close with Britney Spears. Um, what's it called? Crazy. I'm so excited. I'm in too deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of, like, what about it that really kind of drove it on. So, well, I'll, no. have, I'll have to wait. Okay. So, I unfortunately um, apparently gave it away really early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm going to assume that's fine because then you guys get to enjoy the greater context of this song. Yeah. Um, and the dystopia that I've created because of it. So, um, in this world, adolescence means violence and 
outside the wall, it's utter devastation. It looks like nuclear fallout. There is no green trees, no bunnies hopping by. Everything is feral and fighting to survive in a world where everything rips each other apart. In a world where everything rips each other apart comes a new story. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it's, it's dangerous on the other side of the wall. On the inside of the wall, it's like Bossing Say. There is no war inside Bossing Say. It no is beautiful. Say. It is beautiful. It is lush. It is calm. There is peace. There, there is no problems. There, there's plenty of food and water. And surely there's no violence. It only comes from outside the wall. Where the dangerous. The d- d- dangerous? You done? <laughs> Yes. All right. Interesting. All right. Nope. All right. So the animals that kind of drift through here are pretty basic. Um, it's a lot of fish come swimming through. All colors, all shapes, all sizes. It's absolutely gorgeous. No. It's absolutely gorgeous there's so much color there's so much life that explores and as everything has continued to immigrate in um the world has only grown and the trees and the weeds that once grew are getting taken away while the plant life that can otherwise grow like moss and everything has oh moss not moss I thought you said moths oh yes and lots I was of like, moths oh yeah plant life like the moths and the butterflies you know those, those <laughs> the plants. monarchy um, <laughs> <laughs> flashback <laughs> episode that's nine. a callback from mine um, but moss begins to grow a couple weeds are able to still survive and poke through the tops into the vast expanse of the sky that's becoming slowly more crowded. Um, uh, like I said, fish come more and more by because they're able to explore more things and they're excited too. But Is this you can only, world? you can only look around and see each other and that's it. Look around and see each other. Is this part of your world? A little mermaid. I want to be where the people are. Yes. Is it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, where they run, oh, where they they spend all day in the sun. I'm not surprised, Mel, that you decided to do a Disney song as the world. I was thinking Beatles, but I know you don't like the Beatles. No, I can't stand the Beatles. That's why I was just like, hmm, it's not the Beatles. And then it's like, maybe he's like, is it Bohemian Rhapsody, like real life versus the fantasy? Honestly, in the no I was, when I was thinking of it, just as a quick thing, and then we can get into yeah. the rest of the world. Oh, um, I was thinking of it, I'm like, I just, I want to do a song that I know really well. And I'm trying to think of songs that I sing constantly. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> Jordan is- knows that every time I'm picking things up, I'm doing whatever, I immediately start singing, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? And by at that point, he's tuned me out, or at <laughs> least tried to, because I'm just belting it. And I'm just so excited to be singing the song, because I know it so well. And because of how many times I've sang it, 
Jordan knows all the lyrics. Oh, yeah. It got to the point in the relationship where, like, I was taking a shower once I started singing. I'm like, why do I know every single lyric of this song? I've why only seen The Little Mermaid, you? like, a once a hundred years ago. Yeah. And also, Kingdom Hearts 2, um, Atlantis is the worst level ever because of, like, the quick time reaction, like, singing stuff. Under the sea, ah, this is really bad. song is the worst. Oh, dude. And the thing is, like, because when I was a kid, I played through it, and I, like, beat everything. It is so embarrassing sitting there. I think I was 16 at that point, 16, 17, sitting there. My mom walks by, and I'm playing The Little Mermaid, trying to get the right buttons on it. It's like, <laughs> it's like yes, Mom, I'm I'm an adult. I can drive and grow, and I'm grown. I can go where I want. Oh, Little Mermaid, I have to hit this button at the right time so they can sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, look at look at me, mom. You don't own me, but seriously, a whole new way. No, that's Aladdin crap. Jordan's really good at this Disney singing thing. And then um, also, I also that thought about the, a whole new world too. The Winnie the Pooh level in Kingdom Hearts is another one that I was embarrassed. Like when my mom walked by, I was just like, what? Like. I would rather like a sex scene pop up on a video game than my mom walk through when I'm playing. Your Kingdom mother Hearts. would run up to that and, and cover it. <laughs> yes, I've heard true fantastic story. stories. True stories. I love you, mom. You're God bless you. This. I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So your mom so makes far, me smile. So I like I like your world so far. I I like the dystopian idea with the um, teenagers, just because I like dystopian worlds, and we actually recently did dystopia world so it fits right in <laughs> so um i am going my next section is extremely long <laughs> oh oh, oh. yeah it's extremely long i think like a page and a half so i'm gonna have fun with this i'm gonna have a nice <laughs> little look at that little click right there from when the water came oh, back in the all right <clears throat> this is my society history elizabeth wadsworth just wanted to live a peaceful life she was born in the heart of Mortonsville to loving mother Lisa Wadsworth and father Jeremy Wadsworth. After Elizabeth's mother left her father for a traveling businessman, Jeremy completely lost it. He turned to a life of alcohol and verbal abuse. He would tell Elizabeth that she was not worth it, that no one would ever love her, and that without him, she would live and die alone. This deeply affected Elizabeth. She grew up isolated from her neighbors and classmates. No one ever approached her out of fear of her dad. They knew he was crazy, and being so crazy, what would he do to them? When Elizabeth reached high school, she was friendless and loveless. She was always jealous of the other girls and their cliques, but more importantly, she just wanted someone to notice her. The other girls in her class began to pair off and meet boyfriends. Some of them would marry their high school sweethearts as things go in a small town such as Mortonsville. This made Elizabeth more isolated and alone. Senior year, her father died, which was sad, yes. But it was the happiest moment of her life. She was finally out from under the terror that ruled her life for so long. Finally breaking away, she was able to make a few friends, but she still garnered no attention from the opposite sex. They saw her as that weird girl and thought of her as stuck up and prissy because she came into a lot of money after her dad died. After high school, she decided not to go to college and to stay in Mortonsville, working part-time at a few mom-and-pop shops. Finally, with the money she gained from her father and her part-time jobs, she opened up a coffee shop. Her father said she would be alone, but this way she would always have someone in her shop to interact with. It broke her as everyone she knew was partnered off or married, but she was single and internally alone. One day, when she was on a walk by herself, she decided to do something a bit silly. 
She took a sm out a small coin that was given to her by her mother when she was only a child. With that coin, she went to the wishing well near the small fishing pond and tossed the coin in. Her wish was that she would gain the attention of any man, that no man would be able to risk her resist her charm, and that she would drive even the most confident man crazy. Of course, nothing happened. Nothing changed, until the next day when a new customer named Mike came in. He was flirtatious and wonderful, and they hit it off instantly. They exchanged numbers and set up a date. Things were going fine until a few days in, he became absolutely obsessed with her, telling her he couldn't help himself, and no one likes to be alone. She liked the attention at first until things got scary. He became desperate and was borderline stalking her. He would break into her home because he just wanted to see her. Elizabeth finally broke it off with Mike, and a day later he killed himself, leaving a note saying, Things go wrong. They always do. If I can't have you, then there is no way to, uh, no reason to continue. This terrified Elizabeth, but yet, life went on. Onward, the same incident happened a few more times. Every time Elizabeth got close to a man, he was driven insane by her, and later he would kill himself. She realized her wish did come true. She was given the power to gain the attention of any man and drive them crazy. This thought scared her at first, but then she realized that every man went crazy after she said four simple words. These words did not work on women, only men, as that was her wish. Elizabeth realized she could use this. She had the power to change things in Mortonsville. Every man who rejected her, every man who judged her, would pay. But it didn't have to stop at that. The men who cheated, the men who abused, those who were creepy or bigoted, would all fall under her spell, and she would change Mortonsville for the better. Just four simple words, and she would drive any man crazy. And that is my second section. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, I like to write, if you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> I like to write a lot, even though I'm not good at I, I like doing this show more than anything oh, else. shut up, Jordan. This is... <laughs> I don't do it very well. No, really, I'm not I'm a good writer. I'm like, captivated like... by the story. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's only once in a blue, man. Nerd. Nerd! <laughs> Look at this stuff. Oh, God, I wish I had a guess for this, but, I mean, Britney Spears is now apparently stuck in my head. Crazy! And... Stop! But do 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 Sorry, stop remix. Stop. This is good. This is the musical episode. Nah, I just got, you drive me crazy. I just can't sleep. But I know you already told me that's not the right answer, so, but it's stuck. Hit me, baby, one more time! abuse <laughs> you should give her you should because she has the right id you should give her another little clue about the song um another little clue about the song is i've used many lyrics of the song in this which it's a, it's an older song so i'll give you that that it's a, it's an older song it might be a little bit less known um but you know the band is of a couple fine young men it might be a little scary you could give me that same information i wouldn't know it yeah, I know. Okay. I'm trying to be vague. Here's a vague thing. This is around the time where they were really into using synthesizers. And um, falsetto was a big thing. Yeah. Nope. Um. Okay. One last hint, and then you could go into it, is you are correct with the word crazy. Crazy is the keyword. And I'm trying not to cheat by like Dun -dun 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 -dun. looking up stuff that you're saying, because I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, well, it was in, it was when the, the guy wrote down, the way I feel. Uh, it was when the 
the guy wrote down his last notes what the last the last four words he said three times. Yeah. Well you I'll I'll reveal it at the end. It's gonna be Okay, okay. no no, it's but fine. I really, like I, I can I can stand not knowing. I'm just be, like super engaged now because I don't know what it is. Because of JoJo's, I was just like really into the thought of doing like a small town murder mystery <clears throat> type of thing. And Oh no, this, I'm this digging is, it. I'm digging it. I was it really real. happy with what came out of my typing fingers. Yeah, my when, magic fingers. When he told me the song he was gonna do, what he was gonna do with it, I was absolutely enthralled. And I'm really happy that like I know the basis of the story, I know the like quick summary, but this is fantastic. I'm loving all the praise. Keep it coming, keep it coming. <laughs> oh no. Your ego's already too big. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. <laughs> uh, perfect. Deflate, I know what you're talking deflate. about. The better sister. I, I, I'm the better sister, she says. <laughs> Okay, Sabrina, um, this is your third section. Okay, which is the population growth and decline? This is society, history, history or yeah, okay. it can be whatever you want. It really doesn't matter okay. at this point. So, the world used to be pretty normal. It used to kind of follow the flow of time that we expect here on Earth. Um, I didn't really get into it uh, too much because, you know, the wall is kind of the big geographic feature that divides this world. Um, Make dystopia great again. Humanity used to be widespread. Now, now the now people live in almost bubbles of 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 place. Um, it didn't used to be like that, but there was a rising, an uprising, and you know all those moms started vaccinating, and yes. Did this uprising start when it started to smell like teen spirit everywhere? You know, it was that, a lot was of B.O. and then boom. There, there was a there was a smell of axe. There were plenty of axe bombs thrown during the uprising, <laughs> um, and they were awful. Wait, I that isn't really tear is gas. Change things. <laughs> it's much no, worse. No, uh, so what happened was mom stopped vaccinating all of their kids. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I was... missed what we used to do. Worlds with an agenda. <laughs> 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 it seems very appropriate to the time. Anyway, so completely unrelatedly, uh, a superbug occurred and it really hit around puberty. Oh, is that the uh, Marvel comic where the bug goes around saving people from buildings? I'm making a joke. You said superbug. <laughs> I'm just getting this glare from Val. Anyway, Sabrina. <laughs> uh, and it really kind of snapped people starting around puberty. At first, they thought it's hormones, and they tried to medicate them. Um, antidepressants, antipsychotics, anti-anxieties, and it just wasn't working. The kids were becoming more... They blamed it on video games. They blamed it on guns. They blamed it on on immigration and this, that, and the other thing. And they blamed it on anything. But the fact is, teenagers were going bonkers. They were losing their minds the moment they hit adolescence. They could not seem to be human anymore. And that is when humanity began to try anything and everything they could to, to stop this, this, this terror. And eventually they had to give, they started giving ground and giving ground and it became terrifying out there. Um, they were called the murder machine. <laughs> um, and soon every 12 year old was sent into exile. <laughs> um, on the eve of their birthday, with a tank, uh, a uh, tankard of water and a bag of of dry food supplies, 
and wished the best, um, hoping that they would return the day after their 20th birthday, when they were no longer infected by this insanity that could not be cured. So, so it has like its own little like half life, almost like as you grow, the like the bug kind of goes away. There's something about it, like there are some that somehow manage to fight it off at in their late teens, but the fact, but between the ages of fourteen and eighteen is where the greatest amount of violence occurs, and sometimes it happens as early as thirteen. So. To prevent the violence and danger and massacres, just the the murder machine that that occurs because of this bug, um, and everybody was living in terror. Um, there was there was no goodness in this. You know, they tried to they tried medication. They tried to you know like educate them through this time, and that nothing worked. And so, like, the world has changed. What used to be a scattering of people are now close huddles with their young being sent away and the few that survive it returning, somehow sane, somehow part of society again. Like, honestly, I freaking love this. Like, I think this would be, like, a great movie or a book just... Just this whole thing is like, oh crap! We, you, we, you have to go away. It's like, but why are you sending me? It's like, just it's for the good of everybody. You have to go away. And then like, oh, they start to go crazy type thing. And then I'm just like imagining kind of like a zombie apocalypse type thing, but they're not quite zombies. I, I really love your what you're doing with this. Another yes. cog in the murder machine. The only <laughs> thing. The only thing I can think of. As you say that they kick them out, like they give them, they give them water, they give them dry food supplies. It's just the mom looking at her kid, like peace out, Girl Scout, and just shoving her out, throwing a box of tacks, <laughs> and just walking like a giant metal door. Just Ooh, glad we don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> and it's actually, and I'll get to a little bit more into the Turk current, but it's it's not an uncommon scene where you see families gathering all their children into a hatch on their the eve of their 13th birthday and saying their goodbyes. And and admittedly, some of them start, you know, like, they don't like this. They don't like the idea of being pushed away. Uh, but, and the thing is, every, every action of protest is just more clues, more, you know, like, uh, you know, like more certainty that, oh yeah, they're, they're getting to that point. They're getting there. And, and all the more certainty that that's, that is the violent, they're striking violent poses when they're protesting this. They don't, <laughs> like, don't kick me out, don't kick me out. No, see, uh, that proves it. Get out. And then it's, and then they're just thrown to the wolves. oblivion. It just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Dude, I love this. Okay, so I'm going to be making a Twitter for World Shop as a whole. I'm tweeting this episode at Gerard Way. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't care what his response is I'm tweeting this episode of Gerard Way can, like, you, can you also tweet it to Jody Benson <laughs> just yes. tweet it to all just, just everybody Benson, yeah, I, sh- I really hope that she has oh my god Twitter. I can't imagine just becoming like on their radar because they like what is this thing and then why did you do this <laughs> oh jeez oh man okay Mel you're up Serena are you done oh yeah 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 no that's that section okay yeah, I'm good all right, so for my society, you can't move. You are rooted to the spot that you've been placed. You're grouped around everybody like you. Things that 
might relate to you, but not really. And then one day... You're just talking about my teen years, honestly. Giant object falls from the sky, somehow manages to block out the sun as it falls, crushing a few comrades in the middle that had just just entered the sanctuary. And it looks like her, but he doesn't move. He doesn't speak. And the bottom half doesn't look quite right. You're used to fish everywhere. How does he move around if he can't swim? How did he get here? And he just stands there, striking a pose. Ariel comes in. Oh my god. Uh, You make me mad. (laughs) You make me furious. And everything else in the grove has just become forgotten. She only focuses on him. She doesn't care about anything else. She'll come in and just stare at him for hours, talking to him like she used to talk to everyone here. She hasn't found a purpose for him, but instead it's driving her to some purpose. You hear her rambling to the fish that swim nearby, and she says how she needs more. She wants more. What she has isn't enough. Suddenly, we're not enough. She wants everything. She starts collecting more things that look like him. We learn that these words are, and these parts are arms, and they'll be heads, things like him. We find out that they're people, and she just sets them down and tries to build more and more, and just talks to them as if, They can speak back to her. And some days, she'll come over and reminisce and look at some of us again. She'll she'll pick me up and twirl me through her hair and then leaves me. She'll go pick up another thingamajigger and whatchamacallit. (laughs) That that was a little triggering. (laughs) (laughs) And, And use them every now and then, but gets distracted right again. And then she comes up with some idea, and she's going to take it all. I don't know what it means, but she wants more, and I'm scared. So, first of all, okay, so your inhabitants are the pieces that she's collected over the years, right? Yes. Okay, which I love that. Also, I kind of get, like, almost a horror movie vibe from it, which I really love because I love I love horror. You know, I'm the horror guy of the uh, show. Uh-huh. But, like... I, I I like that. I, I, <laughs> I did it. I thought you were just talking about the fish, but then the more you talk about, oh, she, you're part of the world. Oh my God, what did I just do to myself? <laughs> it's just one of those things I'm going to be sitting in the shower later tonight. It's like, what have I done? <laughs> no, but really, Look though, at it's. This stuff. Isn't it neat? Oh, I'm not even. Like, we still have we still have more, and that's where the rest is going to come from, and I'm very excited. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you say my collection's complete? <laughs> hey, hey! Uh, uh, uh. I don't have it written down, but you're you're cutting into my stuff. <laughs> That's my material, uh, Jordan. We are getting to the last of the saga of Mortonsville, um, and then I will reveal the song if you cannot guess it. Uh. It's been years since we document <laughs> it. It's been years since we documented the first love suicide. All male, 
all of which seem to lead normal lives until crossing paths with the woman that we can only refer to as her. Some of these men aren't really missed like Tom the Peeper or Frank Weston, a man who allegedly beat his daughter. Ooh. But I just want to end all these deaths. It doesn't look good for a town like Mortonsville. We at the station have tried to keep it under wraps, but because of all the deaths of Mortonsville, it, sorry, all the deaths, comma, Mortonsville is now nationally known. Tourists from all over, from all over come to the town to try to figure out the mystery of the suicides. Because of this, yeah, the town is booming, but this has brought much unwanted attention to Mortonsville, as well as more crime. For the natives of Mortonsville, this has struck fear into the hearts of man, quite literally. <laughs> men are afraid of crossing her path, and fear ending up like her many victims. Because of this, a lot of men stay inside and only socialize at big events. But still she strikes, and we can't stop her if we don't know who she is or how she does it. Is it poison? P -p poison. Black magic? Voodoo? Hypnotism? Voodoo. Who knows? But even after years of being on the case, I hope to solve it. I trace the deaths back to what I believe was the first, was the absolute first one, Michael Everbrook. Friends said he met a woman at a coffee shop and just couldn't stop talking about her. This led me to Elizabeth Wadsworth. Turns out, multiple of the victims interacted with her before their untimely deaths. It could all just be a coincidence, but I decided to stop by Elizabeth's shop just to be sure. She was perfectly nice and charming, albeit shy. I introduced myself as the officer on the case and asked if it was okay to ask her questions regarding the suicides. She answered gracefully, but when I was asking questions, there seemed to be a panic in her eyes. I just wanted to get a vibe from her, and that was all. Nothing too pressing. But before I left, I said, goodbye, Miss Watson, and she responded with, just call me Liz. It's been hours, and all I can think of is her. I can't get her out of my mind. She was so beautiful and perfect. I just want to see her again. Is this what the other men felt? Did I fall into her trap as well? I must tell someone. But all I can think to talk about is her and how much I want to protect her, even if it means hiding the truth. I adore everything about, about Liz Wadsworth. She drives me crazy, like no one else. She drives me crazy, and I can't help myself. This is based on the song <laughs> She Drives Me Crazy by Fine Young Cannibals. She drives me crazy. Ooh, ooh, like no one else. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was going. I was trying to make a murder mystery based on if a woman could drive a man, literally drive a man crazy with her charm. And like, if you read the lyrics, like the whole thing is like, oh yeah, it's like, um, things go wrong. They always do is in the song. I absolutely love Sabrina's reaction when you read, she drives me crazy. Like, no, she drives me crazy. And I can't, it was just like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> throwing her head like back. back. Are you serious? That was fantastic. Yeah, the lead back and the eye rolls back into the skull, the exhale. That's the reaction I wanted with part of your world. Okay, so I have to admit, like, before we get too much further into it, like, the one I was, no, you know, no, I'll tell you about the one I was thinking about doing after I'm done with mine. When we're all done, I'll tell you what I was thinking. I had an alternative. I did okay. too. I had multiple, 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 multiple. But yeah, so, which means it, the prompt is going back on the list because it's something I can do multiple times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This, this, this is, was a really this is fun phenomenal. one to do. Yes. Okay. 
All right, so now it's me, and now it's it's current life, and I kind of I kind of got a little bit into it uh, already, where society has had to figure out how to survive, and so children are almost scheduled in order to fit exiting times, and 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 they call it that. They call it the great exit. Um. Where they have, where they, all the children that are of a certain age demographic are gathered up and released uh, to live their madness out. Um, because there's nothing they can do to change them. And they won't fit in until it's over. And it's just going to be madness and insanity there is no way there's no way to survive this uh adults who have tried have literally been ripped to shreds um it is the madness comes over them and there is no stopping it there is no curing it there is no helping it um there have been a few initiatives over the, over the years to try and see if the illness has passed and it has most definitely not to the everlasting horror of the families and even those who did the violence if they survive those that survived the violence five years six years later they come back unaware of the damage they've done and now they have to look at their families and go it was just a phase. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It's funny that the two people who don't do horror did some really exit like horror-ish worlds. <laughs> I hate horror. I so think it's much. As, I think it's absolutely terrifying that one they have no recollection of it to the <laughs> point where they're just like, I don't understand why this happened, but I'm back and everything's fine now. And then to be able to just dismiss it like, yeah, it was just a phase. It wasn't a big deal. That's well, crazy. Why do we all do something like kind of dealing with insanity? Oh, you haven't seen all of it for me yet. It gets are, better. Uh, okay, are you done, Serena? Yes, I, yes. I, no, that is that is the taste I'm leaving in your mouth. I with this really, song. really like that world. It just coming. It was just a phase. Just like I imagine, like the blank stare. Just like, oh, it was just a phase. And then just moving along their life, yeah, like it's just like you can't come back. You just killed five people. What are you doing here? It's just a phase. It's just a phase. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's that's just glorious. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, okay, at our last world of the day, miss number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said I was better. I'm not number one. No, I mean you rolled a number one. Oh. You suck. <laughs> don't hit me, don't hit me. Oh my gosh, don't hit me. This, this is a really nice podcast. Remember when we started off when we were still dating? <laughs> yeah. How's it feel to be single? Oh, uh, yes, the breakup podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Flash forward? <laughs> so, the last I talked about was this. Some sort of plan was starting to come to fruition. She started meeting with these other gods and someone who had more power than her. And she has just become bloodthirsty for more. She wants to be with everybody, but she doesn't want to give us up. Her her collection is not yet complete, though you may think so. And though it may be neat, (laughs) it's not neat for us. 
We watched her wither away the soul that she once had, the voice she used to give to us, and it has only wrought destruction. We've been forgotten. She reaches for more and more, and in this great sandstorm that has blown everything up. Sorry. The great sandstorm that has blown everything up, she has pulled ourselves out into this great vortex. She's pulled the other world down to us. We're swirling together and we're getting crushed. Everything is caving in. The pressure is becoming so much. We're fusing together and it hurts and we can't get rid of it. And I think we're finally becoming a part of her world. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> Sabrina's not gonna look up ever again. She's done with this show. She's quit. I lost my guest host. <laughs> so, so it, like in general, this world at the very end um, has Ariel has become so greedy about wanting everything and not uh-huh. willing to give everything up. So it's kind of like a like an alternate reality where she has powers um, and. Instead of sacrificing something to join the world on land, she decides that she's going to mash everything together and create her own world out of all the things that she wants, pretty much as the ultimate hoarder. Shout out to uh, my anime world where the guy would have destroyed the world to create his own <laughs> oh, really? world, yes. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that one yet. You're I'm on, on that one. I, oh, I'm on that one? <laughs> yes. Oh my Jeez. god. Oh, and I have a funny story to tell you later, Sabrina, about the uh, Sora's outfit of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, wait. Okay, uh, I remember I'll, that. I'll, I'll it wasn't recorded, though, right? That was one. That one. Which yes. one wasn't recorded? The um, superheroes. Superheroes wasn't recorded. Okay, sorry. I thought that was that one. Yeah. But, I forgot. But yeah, no. Um, I that, have a terrible memory. That's a great idea. I, I like the horror aspect of it. Just like... You're seeing everything combine and get crushed, and this is like the end of the world, but beginning of her world, almost. Yeah, I wanted to make something that, I mean, obviously, Disney is a bright, sunshiny place for almost everything, despite, you know, the one death we always have, at least. Yeah, it has to be apparent. Um, But I wanted to take something that, though it may have had good intentions, and though it's something that's, like, really great, and, you know, I sing along all the time. Yeah, bubbly. Okay. Um, and I just, I wanted to put that dark twist on it. Because, I mean, I had a monarch world with butterflies. I had uh-huh. um, a bright, shiny, happy anime world where it was literally a kid's anime. And then I did Sky High. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all of my worlds have been jokes. And I decided the closest I get to being a joke is like, wait, my, my initial thought was like, what if I make it instead of, like, a part of her world? Because Eric becomes her world. What if she becomes so obsessed with it that she starts collecting parts of the world she wants? And then wants more, because obviously in the song she wants more. Are these parts, like, actual human remains? Is that They're what you're not saying? human remains. Okay. They're more statues. They're broken Stat- bits of statues. Okay, because yeah, she still goes and collects everything. Yeah. Um, and then... She pulls everyone down to her, pulls everything she wants up to that, and and, cre- and cre- literally creates a brand new world and whole gravitational force, and everything would build off of that. I I like the whole destruction and rebirth like type of thing. That's one thing I do like in some worlds. It's just yeah, yeah. 
I got really excited about this. I I, I really like this. That was a really yeah, fun no, idea. That was really great. I, I solid fingers, all of us. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, like when I was thinking about, it, I had a few songs that popped in my head, and honestly, like musicals popped in my head. I'm like, oh, but those are already established. Yes. yes! I had to create a world from a song. I did the same thing. I was thinking about and- Defying Gravity. Right. So, you know, I was thinking, I you know, I had um, the carpet magic carpet ride from Aladdin. I had that pop in my head and a few others. And I'm like, no, nah, like that's a pre-made world. I have to make it from a song song. It was my point of view. Um, And my last two worlds were very kind of like... Esoteric. Metaphysical, esoteric. <laughs> yes, they were very esoteric. Like, they were, they were kind of, they're very thinky worlds. And I was like, I don't want to do a thinky world. Let's just like... Make teenagers monster zombie creatures and like build. <laughs> and a actually, wall. that's one thing and I just... noticed when you started talking. It's like, oh, this is actually pretty straightforward. It's not like very abstract like the last two. So, no, no, no. no. I, I like how no, you switched uh... up styles. I appreciate that. That was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my other option. Do, we, do you guys want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I think we should all, all go around and tell that. Yeah. What's new, Pussycat? Oh, <laughs> interesting. It was going to be a cat world. <laughs> yes. like anthrop- anthropomorphic cats. And it was going to be about their mating system. <laughs> Ew. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Gross. Um, so, my, so I had a couple of ideas, and I might use these for worlds later. First, I wanted to do Horse with No Name, and like the whole thing is like, talking about an expansive desert and stuff so i kind of wanted to do a like purgatory world almost where like you kind of wake up in this world you don't know your name and stuff and as you go through like you get you everybody gets their horse and as you go through you learn more about yourself because like this i guess after a person has died they are transported to this world so you learn more about yourself and that's kind of society it's people trying to figure out who they were in their past life and once you figure it out you pass on through the great ocean that they also describe in the song and then that's your passing to heaven and that's what that was one i wanted to do like a horse with no name like purgatory world and a little bit more abstract especially since like you know you would do abstract abstract i would do a little bit more abstract and then my second one i wanted to do a western based off of when the man comes around by johnny cash which is kind of a song talking about the apocalypse like the um, fourth horseman of the apocalypse death coming around and so it was going to be like a western basically the apocalypse was happening, like, um, he says there's no peace, there's no, like, love anymore. So, like, it's a very, very um, broken world where there's, like, fights breaking out um, and things like that. But then the truly evil are taken away by the pale rider on the horse of death. And he comes to each city bringing hurricanes and whirlwinds with him. And, like, after he passes through a city is when the destruction happens. And that's the second idea I was kind of working with. So there are two worlds I might do later, maybe, because I do really like the ideas of them. But, yeah, that's where I was at. And then I'm like, let's go with small-town murder mystery. (laughs) And after he described that one to me, I went, private eyes... They're watching you, watching your every move. This is a very musical. So that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, but I can't do it because Jordan's already doing a small town murder mystery. And then I was just trying to think of something that was, I wanted to be original and have something Uh exciting and something different. And then, of course, because it's me, I'm like, of course, I'm going to do a giant joke (laughs) because that's what I always do. But I wanted to take this one a little bit more seriously and make something 
bigger, which is why I took something that had an established world to it, and I just kind of focused on the couple key words, and while it still flows with it, it takes a different turn, so I was really excited about that. And then I also, Mm -hmm. um, I've been listening to a lot of Kay Flay lately. She is a phenomenal artist, and she's super intense, and it's got a hip-hop, indie, techno kind of vibe, which is not my normal style. And um, she's got a song that I'm obsessed with called Blood in the Cut, and I wanted to make something that was like murder with it. Um, and then I also had a thought of like, well, maybe it's like a, like a town that is so loud that you literally cannot survive out if you do not have some sort of sound. Like you need the buzz of a saw. You need the crack of a whip. So like the opposite of, um, a quiet place type thing. Yeah. The exact opposite. That's really cool. Right. Like you have to have noise constantly. So that one kind of came around too. I'm like, I don't know how I can like formulate a full world from it Mm -hmm. it was just like a cool concept yeah and then i was like i said trying to think of songs that got stuck in my head a lot and then part of your world just popped in that's kind of why i let purgatory desert world go because it's like how can i build a whole thing and not just be completely boring with it (laughs) just because it's it was like as i was trying to write it was very hard to keep that like engaging like i tried to do with this and so it kind of so i'm like eh Let's move on to Western with Apocalypse. And it's like, eh, I'm not really. Cody's the Western guy. He does Westerns. I don't. So. <laughs> For me, it, you know, like, I was I was super gung-ho in my mind about making What's New Puts Cat My World. And then I. And then cat sex was what threw a... you off? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, no, like, I was super excited about it. I was, like, really gung-ho about it. Um, but then I was about to fall. I was trying to fall asleep, God, t- just two nights ago two nights ago and i was trying to fall asleep and teenage just popped in my brain and kept they going on, and on repeat the chorus and i'm like oh zombie teenagers <laughs> also another thought because me and bell just like completely belt out most of um black parade today i just thought i was like I could have totally done a Black Parade world. I thought about that when one too. I was a young but again, boy, it's almost a song that yeah that itself. makes itself. But when you come up with something, you you find yeah. that twist to ah. put on it. Like the teenagers are now like zombie sort of creatures, yeah. and she is, and a you have murderer. to actually keep them out. I love it. That's that's it's just a great twist to put on the song that makes it into the world. <laughs> I, I really Thank like you. it. I really, I really have fun doing this one. So we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I'm gonna do. Do okay. you guys have anything to like plug, like things that you specifically you do or watch or like that you're involved with? Because I'm gonna do my usual plugs of Wandering Gamer stuff. Um, I personally don't because I just plug this podcast as often as I can. Um. So plugging it on the podcast already. <laughs> we looks did like that you've like already two made episodes that decision. Ago and it's very funny. Where it's are- like you should listen to World Chop. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I guess the most I would do, even though you probably do it anyways, is I'm going to plug the other podcast that Jordan works with, um, or got to guest on, and yes, is having yes, the yes. other one coming over, which is, um, uh, oh gosh, rumor flies. You, rumor flies. I'm um, on the brighter with side. Greg. 
Ryan and Josh. They are all great guys. It was really fun doing the episode. Um, that episode will be out by the time this one is released. So if anybody wants to go and listen to that, we did a collaboration episode where we talked about like the myth of the satanic panic and also what it had to do with Dungeons and Dragons. And so, so yeah, it's really good. So we spent a good chunk of it talking about what Satanism actually is, what it looks like and like the common yeah. misconceptions behind it. And then we go into talking about Dungeons and Dragons and why it was affected by the satanic panic and the origins of it. And then after that, we had a little bit of fun and we made a world based off if like the, type of satanism that well if dungeons and dragons was actually satanic and the type of satanism that it could actually rot on the world so it's a really fun episode go listen to rumor flies they do mythbusters type things where they um will take a common misconception or a rumor and then they'll like deconstruct it and it's like is it true or is it false and like why it was believed sometimes they actually do end up finding origin stories for like how these rumors started but yeah, it's it's a really good. They do a lot of good work, and I really really appreciate those guys for doing our show, um, and us doing their show and letting us do their show. Yeah, it was a combined effort. A lot of it reminds me of I am obsessed with the seventy two, like most dangerous animals on Netflix. Like my favorite uh-huh. one. If you ever get the chance, watch the seventy two most dangerous animals of Latin America. I think it is the most well done, um, season that they do. The run of episodes. The uh-huh. Africa one is terrifying because it's super violent because everything there is a predator yeah. and it's going to kill you <laughs> with a lot of blood. So I couldn't watch that. The Australia one's pretty good, but I definitely recommend the Latin America one. It's it's mm. absolutely fascinating and do it. Yeah, uh, just absolutely do it. Yeah. I guess the things I would like to plug are those opportunities and like charities and okay. organizations yes, yes, yes. that really encourage these kinds of things. Um, if you guys, if you listeners can find any kind of creative writing mm-hmm. or creation kinds of organizations, maybe it's a D and D groups at your local game stores. Maybe it's you're in the big cities and you got eight two six near you, yeah. or you have. Any kind of organization that really thrives and encourages creative writing and thinking outside the box, I I think you know either volunteering or donating to those charities or organizations is such a big part of allowing this world to become more interesting and have so many more so much more depth to it than it does now because we have so much brain power that can create so many new things out of it and the only way to do it is to help teach other people to think creatively and that's really like one thing that does help me like it's gonna sound super corny but my favorite part of the week is when i do get to write for and um, perform for the show and it's just being able to have a creative outlet is always an amazing thing so i do suggest like even if you're like oh i'm not a good writer oh i'm not a good artist well just find something Find some way you can create, and it's just always, it will help you feel better. Like, it helps with depression. I can kind of attest to that. I don't want to go too far into it because personal life, but just it really helps build a person up. But anyways, I'm going to go into my plugs as usual. So you can, um, well, one, I want to plug another podcast, Analog. Um, 
off of the network Heat Vision. They do like basically trailer reviews of like nerd stuff and they like in TV show reviews and basically they'll take every like new trailer that comes out and like will kind of deconstruct and talk about like why it's important and things like that and all comics and stuff. They're really funny guys. So you can check out Analog and Heat Vision and also the guy that I've been talking to here and there, Theo Ripper on um, Twitch. So that's twitch.tv slash Theo Ripper. Um, also now to actual my stuff, Wandering Gamer Network um, is where this podcast can be found. If you can do us a favor, can you please go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, and if you like this podcast, review. If you don't like, leave a review. If you don't like it, like it will help us get better and make this like better for everyone. Um, do Wandering Gamer Network is also Cody's network where he does a lot of actual plays. They um have, are doing Voyage of Vagabond. Bonds, which is based off of Dungeons & Dragons 5e. He's coming out with a new campaign soon. Um, you can check out, they did a Star Wars campaign and um, a Crystal Heart campaign. It's all really fun actual play stuff. And then lastly, the one that I suggested earlier was Gamer Noob, where they talk about pretty much how to get into role-playing in Dungeons & Dragons in other RP games. So check out all of that. And then, very lastly, you can find me at something, I guess, 00 at twitch.tv so twitch.tv slash something i guess zero zero i'll be on i also um host a couple other channels so you can always find some fun stuff going on with those um anyways thank y'all for listening thank you mel and sabrina for being on this show great being it's here it's been a lot of fun i love doing these um guest episodes thank y'all uh-huh. we shall talk to you later are we rolling oh crap yes do you do you want to let me just undo that ending and just do it all. Like, like kind of like take this section and like throw it in. Yeah, absolutely. Completely <laughs> forgot about rolling. Oh my gosh. Let's roll. Okay, let's. Who's rolling? Jordan is. Oh yeah, because I won initiative, so I roll. Oh yeah, yeah, roll okay. again. Roll sixteen. For us. No, it. That is. Uh. That's one we can't do because it's redo a previous topic, and as we've only done three, that's kind of lame. <laughs> that's seventeen. Cyberpunk. That's going to be hard for me to do. All right. So the next time we are able to record, hopefully it won't be three months. The next time we are able to record, we will do Cyberpunk. And then, bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I completely forgot about rolling. Oh, my gosh.